and welcome to I how do I hello everyone and welcome to episode one ten. Nope. Six, no sixty nine part forty no. one. Hello everyone and welcome to Cat Context episode one ten for March fifth, twenty seventeen. Yay! It's, it's the week of March fifth or March eighth. Oh 8th, sorry. Which you're right. Yeah, okay. Hello, we did not record two weeks ago due to various circumstances, but we're back and we have many things to talk about, um, including Horizon Zero Dawn, which some of us have been playing, the Switch, which none of us have been playing, the Nintendo Switch, and I might get in with a little rant about Fallout at the end. But first, let's throw it over to my two usual co-hosts, Aerolite and Alindriel. Arrow, you're drinking coffee and it's like eight o'clock at night where you are. 840. <laughs> so so t- what's the deal here um the deal here is my children do not go to bed until eight thirty, and i need more time to play games and i'm tired because my three-year-old has going to have let's see this is the third weekend that she's had a birthday party and then there are three more coming up all in a row how do you have that many friends uh she goes to preschool and they invite everyone also she is tiny ferris bueller she is like the most insistent little baby Hufflepuff. Like she's the one who goes around her schoolroom and makes sure everyone has something to play with, and she tidies up after everyone and tattles when they are mean to each other. Nice, nice. Yeah. <laughs> Ellie, how's your weekend, Ben? Good. I got to go to the Central Valley of California, where there's not a lot of stuff, but uh, my brother-in-law lives, and I got to meet a tiny baby. Uh, Tiny baby, which was great. Tiny, tiny right. baby. That's a good story. Human. Tiny baby human. Okay, because I didn't know where that story was going. I just I needed to. <laughs> no, I have my my niece is like five weeks old. Holy shit, that's tiny. Oh yeah, and she was born at like five and a half pounds, I think. So she's she's like seven and a half now. She's like newborn size now, which. I, you forget how tiny they are. What you don't, what you also forget, is that they're really quiet. What like, compared to my toddler? Oh, okay. A newborn well, baby is very quiet. That's because chill. they sleep twenty three hours a day I, and I are know. eating the other one. I know. The whole time we were there, she was awake for like a total of forty minutes over three days. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. My understanding is that like newborns are just kind of like little potatoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but potatoes you, that eat and poop. You can't hold them as you know nonchalantly as potatoes, though. Well, maybe you can't. <laughs> Hot parenting <laughs> tips right here. Do not handle your baby like a potato. I think they were completely shocked when a two-year-old came to their house and started running around and yelling all day. Yeah, <laughs> all the time, forever. They never stop talking. Ever. So I had a couple things happen in the last couple of weeks. One would be I got a brand new computer, which is very exciting. If you're watching this on YouTube, my, my video is slightly wider than usual, I promise. Um, but the reason, I mean, I got it for a number of reasons because my old computer was old and crappy. But also, it's 15 days till Andromeda, you guys. Holy shit. Uh, yeah, I know. I That's enough time to kill Horizon Zero Dawn at least once. And yes. I hope. I hope. I don't know. Like, I've heard that it's enough time to do that. But... Who knows? We'll have to see. But yeah, I'm, I'm I'm very excited about that. The other thing I did yesterday is I went to Emerald City Comic Con, the Seattle branch of Comic Con, and we uh, wandered around for a while. I'm used to going to PAX here. I've never been to Comic Con before. And there's so much cosplay, you guys. But like every fifth cosplayer was in a Harley Quinn uh, outfit. That sounds about Many right of the here. people that we met at Geek Girl Con were at Emerald City. 
and were upset with me for being on the wrong side of the country so that I was not. <laughs> I actually saw some of the same vendors that I saw at uh, Geek Girl Con and was like, yeah, Arrow. <laughs> actually, Vajra looked at me and was like, Arrow would make a lot of money here. And I'm like, oh, that is true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but planes. You got to be careful because it's going to become a branch office. <laughs> Think about it. Yeah, we'll talk later. Uh, yeah, so it was really cool, though. You know, I, I'm not necessarily hip and with it with all the comics because I'm old and out of touch. But I really enjoyed all the art, and I did recognize some people and got a little starstruck. And so, yeah, it was really cool. I had a lot of fun. Comic-Con. Super cool. Uh, there were lots of people there with tiny children. So uh, when your children are of age to be taken to something like that, I would recommend it. Yeah, I'd always hope to go to PAX, but I don't think I want to take the little one to PAX anymore. It's, like, too much. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, whereas there were a lot of cute little kids in costume at Comic-Con. I mean, there were a lot of cute kids when we were going to PAX. It's just, it's so crowded. I think my experience with cons is that, like, there's there's a nebulous void where you've got a family-friendly small con, and then you get to a particular size, and then you have to get exponentially bigger than that particular size to become friendly friendly again. Because yeah. at that point, you're big enough to have an entire track for tiny children. Like, yeah. you need to be Dragon Con size before you are family friendly again. <laughs> Actually, it's really strange because usually I only go to PAX. It's at the, the, the Comic Con is at the same convention center. Oh, PAX weird. West is held at. So there's all these exhibition floor rooms that I'm used to being really dark. And it was really strange to go in there and be like, what's all this lighting? I don't, I don't understand. Is, have you ever helped set up a con or like a, floor, like a floor convention thing like that? It's really weird to be in there before the con is set up. So weird. I, yeah, it is. Yeah. I did Geek Girl Con with Air. Oh, so. yeah, yeah. That was, right. I mean, there were at least tables then, except when we went to the wrong convention hall and they were setting up <laughs> tables for a completely separate convention. And we were like, this does not seem like the right place. Like, are we the only people here setting up? That can't be right. Uh, and it wasn't. It wasn't right. So. <laughs> Indeed. It was incorrect. Go to Geek Girl Con, everybody. It was fun. And Emerald City Comic Con was a good time, and I'm glad I went. Uh, so that's what I did. Uh, what I didn't do was play Horizon Zero Dawn because I don't have it. But you two do. Why do you not have it? She doesn't have a PlayStation. I do have a PlayStation. Oh, you do? I just, yeah. Um, I'm going to get it eventually. I just didn't really feel the need to get it because I'm, I'm kind of oriented towards Andromeda and I don't, there's no room for anything else in my life. <laughs> what are you doing for the next two weeks? Thinking, Thinking about Andromeda. About Andromeda. <laughs> Thinking about all the aliens I'm going to make out with and bad guys I'm going to punch yeah, that's in fair. space. Possibly make out with and also punch. At the same time. Well, I mean, Bioware, listen up, Bioware. Yeah. <laughs> Can I make out and punch the aliens? That's like the ultimate dream. I hear there's nudity. They announced this week there's nudity yeah, in that... the new Mass Effect game. Well, they said there was nudity in Mass Effect too, and there's not like nudity, nudity. Well, they've they've said no. they've said they lifted that restriction for for Andromeda. I think we're going to do Andromeda talk first because we're there already. Yeah. <laughs> but that. Yeah, I can't but wait. the uh, yeah, I, that that same article, I think, or. The same series of tweets from like the lead designer, somebody was the like lead sex haverer. He was he was totally trolling people about having, uh, you know, people were like writing to him, being like, "My husband doesn't want me to play this, or my wife doesn't want me to play this because he, they think it's space porn." And he's like, "Well, it is basically softcore space porn, and we've gone farther this time, so get ready." <sighs> 
Because <laughs> Dragon Age had a lot of butts. There Dragon were many Age butts. had a lot of butts. I don't want to talk about Andromeda too much because we're convening again in two weeks, the night before Andromeda launches. Oh. So I feel like... I'm not watching any trailers or anything. It's amazing. Well, there is... No, me neither. I, I've been watching trailers because I have a business reason to do so. But the thing is, uh, I've got to mainline this game so it's finished <laughs> in time for me to release a product line for it because you know I have to. <laughs> but the thing is, they haven't dropped anything about the characters, like, at all. And, like... <laughs> I I have a big con um, the last week of June. So I have to make sure I have Andromeda finished and all of my products tested before then. And it's... My life is very full right now. <laughs> I never finish games that quickly. Ever. Well, you can just do, like, the... Uh, no, you can't really because you you have to like do all the stuff or else like you don't. Yeah, you know, gotta know gotta things. do all the stuff. And it's uh, Mass Effect is our like our couch console co op game, so gotta make sure that I have time and Mister Arrow has time because we have to play it together. Is and this like is this like Netflix Netflix cheating or whatever the like whole thing? There's always like articles written about like people like binge watching a show together and then somebody like goes out because they have to work and the other person's like i'm off today and they come back and like all of a sudden the, you whole, can't, the whole series you can't is do watched. that with a game <laughs> like you might and and i don't know if it can be like like before like with mass effect 2 like i i would go to work and he would do the planet scanning so that we only had plot together that may be what we go here but i don't <laughs> They haven't released enough about the game for me to know if that's even feasible yet. <laughs> See, but you have children now. Can you teach them to scan planets? No. I mean, you don't want to because not... they're not they're also not reliable, right? Yeah, like, no. Kids kids don't have the self-control to not just play all the important parts and make bad decisions. It is true. Oh man, the gup <laughs> would punch some she would totally renegade the fuck out of everything. <laughs> I can't even all lie. Right, don't trust her. Yeah. Don't, don't trust her to play your shepherd then or not shepherd. Rider. New shepherd. Rider, right, whatever. Rider. Okay, the point being, in, we're going to talk more about Andromeda <laughs> in two weeks because it is all con- encompassing. But speaking of Horizon Zero Dawn... Wait, are we all... Last question. Are we all on PC? Are we all on console for this? What? For Horizon Zero Dawn or for Mass Effect? No, PC. Mass Effect. Uh, I am on console for... Which console? Uh, I don't know, actually, because I have both an Xbox One and a PS4, so... Do you have a PS4 Pro? No, it is a regular PS4. So I th- think the Xbox One is higher resolution. I don't know. We'll check. <laughs> M- Mr. Arrow is responsible for all of that information because I'm, I don't give a shit. I just want to play the game. I don't worry about specs and graphics until I have it on the PC and I can painstakingly hack it to get the world's most perfect screenshots, um, which will happen probably this Steam winter sale. There's three different versions of the game you can buy. <laughs> With the three different tiers of stuff, and and I'm going for the middle tier because oh. apparently it says you get a pet. Yeah, there's pets there's, a, there's a little guys. There's a pi, pet pie jack and the soundtrack, which that's really all I give a shit about. I don't care right. about multiplayer armor, whatever. I don't care about the multiplayer, and I don't actually care about the soundtrack either. But I want the pet, and I want the weapon that's probably overpowered because DLC weapons are always. Uh, overpowered. Yeah. Speaking of DLC weapons that are always overpowered. Okay. Um, okay. Yes. There is a serious bug in Horizon Zero Dawn with the pre-order oh, weapon really? and armor. Yeah, Tell so me more, I believe because I have the, both of these things. So, so do I. <laughs> I believe that the Karja bow 
says uh-huh. that it's like a reasonable amount of damage, but in fact is not a reasonable amount of damage, as in an insane Hold amount on. of damage. I will text Mr. Arrow this right now so that he's prepared <laughs> for our Horizon Zero damage. Uh, likewise, the Karja outfit um, only takes 10% of the amount of damage that it's supposed to take when you're wearing it. So apparently, it is if you want to break the uh, achievement thing and get all these super hardest levels of achievements done you put on those two things and carry it through the game and it's way better than any of the related things sweet as i've heard and i would break that like this week if you because it's probably going to be patched really soon the unfortunately the karja armor is really ridiculous looking where how far are you or does leor want to put some context around this well okay let's put let's put a little context (laughs) around this horizon zero dawn came out two weeks ago now Last week. Came out on Tuesday. February 28th. Was that Tuesday? Yes. Today's March 5th. (laughs) Remember, there are only 28 days in September. Or February. God damn it! (laughs) (laughs) That was very helpful. Thank you, Era. Yes, Horizon Zero Dawn came out about a week ago. It is the uh, movie that you probably saw at E3 in the last couple of E3 uh, showcases where there is... Giant robot dinosaur. Giant robot dinosaurs and what looks similar, sort of like cave people hunting them. And one imagines there's some sort of post-apocalyptic nonsense. It is very much post-apocalyptic nonsense. And then we've gone back to being, we have gone back to being hunter-gatherer tribes people. It was released by Guerrilla Games. It is an action role-playing game. And it's gotten really, really good reviews. Yeah, so they're the same people that made... um, Killzone series, which is like a P PlayStation exclusive shooter. So that's what they're known for, which is why it's a fairly interesting that they've made a uh, third person RPG bow shooter that people really like. Yeah, people really like this game. I was a little worried just because it's got a really cool concept and the the robot dinosaurs are a really cool visual, but you're like, okay, well, what's the gameplay going to be like? And people really enjoy it. We play it primarily stealth-wise. It feels a lot like the more recent Assassin's Creed in that respect. um, With, uh, like, you can go in and be big, brawly, shoot everything, punch robots in the face. Or you can, you know, stealth kill them from tall grass. It it does feel a lot like the more recent Assassin's Creed, which it's it's very viscerally satisfying combat. Um, like some of the action RPGs feel a lot more stilted. This feels a lot more organic in the movement. Lots of yeah. good testing has gone into this. It's it's not as like combat flowy as Batman, um, the Batman games, but right. it has a similar. So it has a similar uh, thing to the Batman detective mode where she like finds some piece of pre-apocalyptic technology that like lets her like basically have a Google Glass, but it looks like a Bluetooth earpiece. Uh, and you like it's press Google it. Google Glass without looking dorky. It's pretty awesome. I mean, it looks a little dorky. Yeah, uh, not that bad. But it's, but so, it's so pretty good. It's sort of in-world hub, HUD kind of thing. Yeah, yes. exactly. Exactly. And so, so the, whole, the whole thing is that she has learned to or use it to track animals or whatever and like blah 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 and, and it, like, it's a, gonna it theoretically is gonna unlock the history yeah. of the world and stuff of the apocalypse and whatever and uh there's a strategy element to it like uh it will tell you where to shoot the say the fuel tanks on the robot lions that will kill you in the face if you do not shoot their fuel tanks or nice. like what path the like patrolly watchdog things are going to take and so the you can giant fanged robot weasel Right. Things. 
Yeah, and so like you can kind of stealth. Yeah, so I really like the stealth too. I'm. I was thinking it's kind of like. Um, it's maybe it's just because of the bow. It's kind of like the new Tomb Raider games. So I have not actually played those. I'm a terrible oh, okay. person. Uh, you know. I uh, have them on PC because Steam <laughs> sale. Uh, but well, you know. I really enjoyed the first one um, and have not yet played the second one. It's sitting sealed in a box on my desk or in my closet. So, <laughs> so I'm like four hours in five. Um, I don't know how far you've gotten arrows. So I don't want to like break it for you, but I keep getting distracted by side quests. I did um, all the side quests in the first area with your um, with your fake dad. Yeah. Um, and then I went to the ceremony that you're supposed to go to. We have not yet gone to the ceremony. Okay. We're, we're too busy tracking down the guy that faked his own death. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Okay. So the uh, <laughs> so the, the, the ceremony thing is um, like the part that you're in and through the whole ceremony and then the little bit after the ceremony is pretty much the sort of prologue of the whole mm-hmm. game. Yeah, um, I figured. Yeah, where I walked away is essentially, hey, go to the next town, <laughs> slash, you, slash, you, you've, uh, you know, what a plot has happened that makes you go to the next town and um, off I, on your own. So I would just like to say that the prologue prologue disturbed me a little because yeah. I have a six-year-old. Yeah, the prologue prologue, you're six. And while my six-year-old <laughs> is super precocious and also giant, <laughs> not that much. You don't you don't take her hunting giant robot robot dogs and like tell tell her that she's on her own if they eat her. I don't know that they've ever met a six year old. The people who wrote this game, like I could have accepted maybe eight, but six, whoo boy. Well, you know, you grow up faster when you're a hunter gatherer. A dinosaur robots. Yeah, nobody really knows why there are robots. Um, I'm sure they will tell you. They definitely will tell you. Yeah, why everything is robots. How's the writing? How's the story? It's super interesting. And um, the lead character is Ashley Birch, who's a spectacular actress. And I am super enjoying her work. I really like the dad, too. The I, I like the dad. Fake yeah. dad. I have no idea what the hell is going on with fake dad. I'm sure they will tell us that also. Yeah. Yeah, so we're we're four hours in. We have no idea what the fuck is going on. So, so I've I've liked it so far. I I know that there's like been a bit of uh, like cultural appropriation writing because you're like a redheaded white girl who's kind of a Native American. Um, some people are worried about that, and I totally get that. Um, and I'm not sensitive to it, unfortunately or fortunately. I don't know, but um, so I know I know that there are some people worried about that. Um, you know, specifically around some of the terminology, um, you know, calling people braves and savages and Ooh. various whatnots. Um, yeah. So I, I I can understand that. Um, if we leave that aside, because I'm not, I mean, I have to, because I'm not really like <laughs> prepared to handle it personally. Um, I've been I've been happy so far. I think it looks really pretty on a regular PS4. Um, people have been posting ridiculously pretty shots from pros. Okay, so here's the thing that frustrates me. <laughs> there is an actual screenshot engine in this game. Yeah. A spectacular screenshot engine. Free cam, uh, bokeh effects. You can hide the character. You can zoom around, flip out, increase your resolution for the screenshot. It's PS4 exclusive. Why would you do this to me? Wait, what? What do you mean? Oh, like the game is, a P- the game is PS4 yes. exclusive. Why did you... 
put this amazing screenshot engine in a game that I can't put on my PC <laughs> and pull screenshots from. Well, because you need to go to buy a PS4 Pro so that you can give them more money. What can you PS- take screenshots with a PlayStation? I can take the screenshots, but I can't do anything with them except hit the share button. And you can share them to-, to Twitter. Yeah, you can put them on Twitter. Twitter compresses everything. That's not screenshot art. What the... Yeah, not no. not to mention that I think the PS4 Pro capture doesn't actually capture at 4K despite the game playing at 4K. I think it still Ooh, captures at 1080. So, um, well, that, I mean, the nice thing is that, like, they can kick the text... You can still see the, like, kicked up texture packs and stuff. Um, but that said, it looks really pretty as is. I think the... I. I I don't know, I've, I'd heard some people complain about Uncanny Valley effect with, like, starey eyes and stuff. Starey zombie eyes and cutscenes. I wasn't actually okay. having that problem. I actually thought the faces were very, very good. So, um, maybe there's more later. Maybe we've passed or maybe the point. That's, or maybe that's a 4K problem. Yeah, and may, or maybe we're just, like, maybe we've now gotten to the point where, like, I'm, I'm too old to tell that, like, you know, uh, the, the characters in Star Wars are fake. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, but I know people who were like, really? Anyway, I really want to go play more. I've just been away all weekend, <laughs> and it's really frustrating that I have to do that, and then I have to work too, and like, why can't I just not work? And it's the worst. Um, actually, I've noticed uh, on Twitter that a lot of game journalists are saying that, you know, holy crap this year as far as releases go, because Horizon Zero Dawn it turned out to be a really big release and has had really good acclaim. And then also, shortly thereafter, on March 3rd, the Nintendo Switch was released. Um, and with it was uh, the new Zelda Breath of the Wild, mm-hmm. which everyone seems to love. There's screenshots all over my Twitter. People are talking about how it's just like the most amazing open world Zelda experience. So that seems to be getting great reviews. Am I correct that none of us have a Switch? No, I have learned my lesson. I do not early adopt Nintendo technology. Uh-uh. I'm going to wait Fair. for the switch xl 3d pro that will come out in six months that is that is not the reason that i don't have a switch but uh i do not have a switch i did almost take out a kid in the hallway of the hotel who was walking with a switch in a box being like this is too this is a two-handed carry thing he was, he was telling his little his little sister that this, he had to carry it with two hands so he couldn't drop it and i was like you don't say <laughs> bowling for children yeah (laughs) um ellie why do you not have a switch well i'm in the middle of horizon zero dawn and then andromeda is going to come out and i still want to get vr goggles this year and also talon said it was a stupid idea why are you buying one of those things and so i don't have one plus the pre-order process was all fucked up and i'm way too old to go stand in line at target in midnight and try and compete with bay area uh bay area millennial people who want to buy switches it switches at midnight that is that is i mean i don't think i would have gotten one anyway even if it was widely available for all the reasons that, that you guys have mentioned that it's just i'm not that motivated to have more games in my life that i don't have time to play uh but i remember i still lives with me trying to get the original wii and waiting in line at the mall for like hours on two different occasions only to be like sorry the person in front of you is the last person to get our last wii and come back some other time and i had the games and i had no system and eventually i just had to sell the games and it was tragic um so i don't want to go through that anymore and they did that again nintendo is really bad about that artificial scarcity their yeah. their pre-order situation was super fucked up because like 
they sold out of all of the online pre-orders in like an hour yeah and then they were like well sorry no more switches but then like the night before release you started hearing all these stories oh target's got a shitload at target's walmart has a whole bunch uh best buy had a bunch and they basically they wanted to i don't know if they wanted to but they it sure seemed like they were trying to drum up like a whole bunch of last minute frenzy uh, you know marketing for no reason when we live in a day where i go to amazon i press buy this thing and 90 percent of the time it just shows at my house up two days later the day <laughs> of release or if not that it says we will ship this to you as soon as it's available and here's an approximate ship date i mean i can go buy an I can go buy Apple headphone things that I don't necessarily want that are still back ordered for six to eight weeks, and they just give me a ship date. They just say this is going to come in approximately six weeks, and then I get updates from the supply chain. Oh, it actually shipped in four weeks. Cool, it's on its way to your house from direct from China. Like I don't, we don't have to sit around and like fight lines anymore. Like this yeah. is not. This is not. We live in a different era than when the Wii came out. Yeah, I don't like that artificial scarcity thing. You know, I mean, clearly, I, I, I don't know. It, why make it more difficult for me to give you money for an item? And I, I realize they feel that it's going to, like, boost the cachet of it if it's harder to get or whatever. I, I'm, I'm just not interested in going through that. I mean, I can even see it from the perspective of not ramping up the supply uh, like the supply chain if you think that you're going to have a big hit at the beginning and then a a, like shorter tail on yeah i I, I get i get that right but like that's why apple airpods are the way they are they figure out what their initial supply is and then they figure out like how far out their supply chain is and they just tell you what it is right right um yeah, no, I, I find it, it's not something I want to buy into. Uh, my Twitter feed on the launch day was like 40% people really excited about their Switch and 40% people really angry at Amazon that their orders were not there already. There's a lot of that going on. <laughs> There's a lot of angry people. And the Switch console specifically, like their big selling point is you can move it to another TV on another dock. But the thing is, you have to buy separate docks and controllers and the peripherals are priced so exorbitantly it's actually cheaper to buy another entire console <laughs> which ruins the whole point of the thing that you're trying to do i mean well, theoretically you don't need new well, controllers okay right? what's that you don't need new controllers aren't they like don't they like travel with the thing or or i guess there's like the like pro controller that looks like yeah that's the pro controller that's the other thing about the switch is i don't necessarily need a it travels with me console i disagree you have a long commute once a week (laughs) i do that is okay that is but i mean i'm not gonna play my nintendo switch on the bus i'm just not that's what mobile games were invented for yeah Uh, the the switch (laughs) is totally mobile it goes with you haven't you seen you can have a rooftop rosé party and play donkey Kong? Uh, I saw that. It's extremely hip of me to have my rosé and switch party. But uh, no, but the thing is, like, if I'm going to, I don't know, if I'm going to bring something on the, it's going to be something that fits in my pocket and can be both like internet and gaming device like my phone. I am past the age where I need to bring my mobile, separate mobile handheld device for gaming. Do you, do you have a DS or 3DS or... I do have a DS that I never use. Didn't you buy a Vita at some point, too? I also have a Vita <laughs> that I never use. 
I guess I'm bad at portables. I have a, I mean, I have a DS that I also never use and did not play very much because, like you said, phone games came out, and uh, that was basically the last time I bought something. So I never bought a 3DS. I know there's lots of really good games, but I just it didn't work, and that that definitely has made the Switch less attractive to me um, because I don't think what I was missing from the 3DS was the ability to plug it into my TV. Yeah, I maybe right. Yeah, but, I sort of feel like if they had just like focused on being a really good living room console, I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, like, I, like it certainly has appeal. It certainly has appeal to be able to like grab my game and go somewhere else and not have to go figure out some new shitty like phone game i can still play zelda or whatever i was just playing on the tv that part's super cool um uh, it'd be awesome to be able to that was the promise of the vita too right like you could you could be playing something and then you could leave your house and keep playing the same game and not have to go play some mobile design whatever right that was the promise of the vita when like sony playstation was still acknowledging that the vita exists <laughs> Era, era, how about in your house? Like, are you, uh, is it on the table to get the Switch? Um, maybe at some point. I mean, we like Zelda a lot, but right now there is a game on the Switch. No, so there's also Switch 1 2. There's a game on the Switch. <laughs> and also, the peripherals are incredibly expensive, yeah. and we're not going to stand in line for one game right now when yeah. there's so much more other shit to do. Yeah, no, I totally. I just like you're the one who's closest to having people of the age where you could hand them a mobile console and actually get a lot of use out of it. She right now plays the crap out of her DS because all it, it's Pokemon all the way down, right. really, and Pokemon does not exist on the consoles yet. So much. Uh, well, they they have some console games where. No, like, I mean, there's there's definitely going to be a Pokemon. Uh, switch pokemon game yeah oh they're yes. crazy not to do that but it it's not the console pokemon games because we have some for the wii too are not the same as uh, okay. the handheld gotta catch them all trainer games it's more right, right. like you play as pikachu and make friends with the other pokemon games which are adorable and that's fine but that's not what she's doing right now she's a pokemon master she has to be the eevee master it's and that's only on the ds so yeah, I think much like with any console at release, you gotta kind of wait till it has the games, the game library to support it, or be or be I, willing to pay price for Zelda. I mean, like, the, right, right, right. Yeah, for day one Zelda, which a lot of people are willing to do, and apparently it's great, so it was worth it. Especially yeah. if you expect to also want to play, you know, Mario Kart and whatever version Eventually. of Smash Brothers come out. Yeah. Well, Mario Kart has a release date at least, so. Oh boy. <laughs> Right, and like Mario in the real world new game. What? That's, it's like Mario, but he's in like a real city, and everyone else oh, is like taller dude. and looks like a normal human, but he looks like Mario. That's like coming out. That sounds really disturbing. I want to play all the Wii U games. I just don't want to buy a Wii U. Like, So that's one of the things that like I really wish that we were going to get with all these digital um, digital game purchases right like we're still gonna have console generations and it's still gonna be annoying like yeah i, I agree actually that was actually because eventually i did buy a wii but it was frustrating because by the time i got around to buying one the wii u came out not long after that and all of a sudden there's all these games that i can't play that i wanted to play and then bayonetta was just on the wii u yeah i didn't even necessarily mind that but like not being able to bring your digital library forward like the backwards compatibility issue when everything that i buy is digital is 
way more frustrating than like oh these discs are blu-rays and not dvds anymore even though you can read data off of a dvd with a blu-ray player but like i mean yeah. and and i i understand the technical reasons that the architectures have changed and all this stuff and it's expensive to emulate blah 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 but it feels way stupider that i can't i can't play my ps3 downloaded games on my ps4 when it's just a digital delivery package and whatever PS5 or whatever it's going to be. So, yeah. um, and then when you do, when you can buy it, you can't like be like, oh, well, I bought this from your stupid store for like your last three consoles. So you're not going to give it to me for your new one. I got to pay another $30 to play Mass Effect again. Uh, just, yeah. Yes. It's pain. I hope, I hope that at some point soon that stuff gets sorted because that's one of the advantages to PC. It's never that. going to get sorted because capitalism. Yeah, but it, it is on the PC, right? I mean, like... like Not the... always. It depends on, you know, how old you're talking. Okay, uh, that that's, that's fair. I mean, like, if we go back to games from the early 90s that are, like, or earlier that are, like, tied to clock speeds and, like... Well, not I mean... even tied to clock speeds so much as tied to particular operating system architecture. I mean, there's a reason why Steam versions and GOG versions and whatever exist of all of, you know, the LucasArts games of our youth. And that's that even though I have my, you know, original King's Quest 1 disc, I can't install it on anything anymore. Not least because it's a five and a quarter floppy, but... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but you could you you could go find a place to read the five and a quarter floppy inch data. I could, and... but it's a lot easier to just spend five dollars and get the the GOG version. Yeah, so than it is to spend you know right. six days trying to track down all of the DLLs that I need in order to make these old games run. No, yeah, yeah, yeah totally, totally. And 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 what I meant is like uh, like the data is still data that's readable. It's yeah, okay. I mean, yeah, all the. Well, yeah. Yeah, I, I, but 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 five but five a five dollar price point is totally different than a thirty dollar price point. Yeah, I feel like publishers are coming closer and closer to properly embracing the concept of being the Netflix of video games. So you've got like PlayStation Now, and I know EA has a program that I can't remember the name of now, and a kind of similar thing. You pay X number of dollars a month, and you have access to all the games in their library. Xbox just announced that at at uh, GDC this That's week. That's right. Yes, nice. yeah. So I feel like the more people start to embrace that model better off we're all gonna be <laughs> yeah. yeah ish <laughs> unless you unless you like actually owning things in perpetuity so that the xbox one is nobody actually owns really, things in perpetuity anymore. i know well okay you if you want a perpetually licensed version of the game i yeah see apparently i don't even own ebooks that i I'm, buy yeah, so I, 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 I know i know it's like it's all fucked that's Everything true. is fucked. Yeah, it's, you don't own anything anymore. It all owns you. The Microsoft one seems interesting because they're kind of doing like PS Plus. They're kind of they were already kind of doing that with Xbox Live, except the new Xbox whatever I don't even know what it's called is going to have first run or like new games apparently, and it's like about a hundred games per month that are accessible to you, and then you can still buy them when they were going to rotate off just for a reduced price or something. Yeah, it was something crazy. I don't remember the exact details, but definitely everyone was all excited about that. PlayStation Now is actually, we're going to be getting that because it's their their PlayStation 3 library, basically, for PlayStation 4. Nice. As much as you can, you know, 20 bucks a month and, and play everything. So that is definitely of interest to us. And the more, I mean, I would like to see more of that. I'd like to see more sort of, you know, pay once and get access to a whole library of this older stuff because that 
will help with what we're talking about and not having to buy four different versions of the same game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it won't work on your Vita anymore, though. <laughs> no one cares about the Vita. Vita... <laughs> It's sad, but it's over. Also, I think there is even a there's a Vita even in my house somewhere. It won't work on your PS3 either. That that part is the they're dropping support for PS3 and Vita from PlayStation now, as I believe the latest news was, which is a little. That aggressive. is true. They do want to only offer it to the latest console generation. So yeah, no that that's a good point, and that's frustrating because unlike Netflix, where you can watch it on. Like, there's, like, 20 different devices in my house that I can watch Netflix on. Or you can get discs if you really want to go old school. Do they still do discs? Yes, my in-laws do discs because that's how they get movies and all of the TV shows that are basically not, uh, you know, in the first run on Netflix. Wow, that man's thinking about waiting for mail to get the next... I think they get, like, I think it's, like, a one-disc-at-a-time situation and it's, like, $4 on top of their Netflix account. Um I never that used seems Netflix. So now. I just always had a stack of Netflix that I was like, it was always like, I'm gonna watch X movie, like Apocalypse Now, or some like hard movie that's like quote unquote classic that like I'm supposed to watch, but I don't actually want to watch. I just was told. It's <laughs> in my queue. It showed up, and then it backs up on my, and it just sat there, and I had discs for like three months and never <laughs> got to watch anything because I have to watch these stupid movies that somebody told me I had to watch and I don't want to. Okay, well, first of all, Apocalypse Now is a great movie that you should watch. No, I have no interest. <laughs> I don't need that okay. shit in my life. It's fine. It's, it's, you you okay. can just read the book. And... That's even more work. That's so much <laughs> more work. All right. No, that's, that's fine. That's fair. <laughs> I don't, you know, I really can't tell if he was doing a, hey, kids, get off my lawn thing. Or, man, I don't really don't know what kind of grump you were going for there, Ellie. <laughs> It's the one where everybody always tells me that I haven't seen that movie and therefore I need to see that movie and I don't want to see your stupid movie go away. So you're just... Okay. Okay. Just yeah. generic. He's just, he's just not going to see our stupid movies. So just stop. I mean, some of them I will and I'll yell at you to see my <laughs> stupid movies, but like... <laughs> All right. No, that's good. So good. Good. I'm glad we worked that out. No apocalypse <laughs> now for Ellie. Don't do not do it. Just don't. Okay. Um, Arrow, have you been playing anything else aside from Horizon Zero Dawn? This is like the short wrap-up segment. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, I'm still, every now and then, I boot up Fallout 4, and I look at my uh, homestead, and I think of all of the things that I want to do to the settlement, and I forget about the plot for six hours. Um, I will never finish that game. Never. Ever. I also have to finish Mass Effect 3 in the next two weeks. Yeah, you do. You got 15 days to finish that. Yeah. I feel like you should do that before Horizon. I don't want to alarm you, but that game did come out like four years ago. Yes, now. but see, I didn't finish <laughs> it because I didn't want it to be over. And now it's not over. There's but you still don't coming, finish it. So now I can finish it. I just I haven't had the time. All right. That's fair. That's I am fair. doing it on PC, though, so that I can cheat and make sure that I only have matchy weapons as opposed to ugly weapons. I did not even know that there were, like, actual weapon skins in that game, so. Did you never? No? Okay. That's fine. I, I didn't know that either. Um, I started playing Fallout 4 a couple days ago because I needed a game to work on in the 15 days I'm waiting for Mass Effect. Um, and Vajra is constantly like, play Fallout 4, play it, play it, play it, play it. So I started playing it. I'm like three hours into it. Oh, Bethesda games, they make me crazy. They're so buggy. Like I've already crashed like twice in three hours trying to place things in my settlement. Like there's no real good way to like 
I, I play so many building games. There's not adequate tools for me to build platforms at the right level. There's just not. I cannot get my stairs to line up right. Right? Okay, landings. nothing lines up right. And then I went to put in mods. I asked Twitter earlier today, like, what mod should a first time playthrough of Fallout 4? And people suggested things. And then you have to go through the whole, you have to, I don't know, oh, edit the I and I file and reorder the loading things. I'm just like, why is nothing easy in Bethesda games? And my inventory is full of, like, toasters. <sighs> <sighs> It's a, it's very frustrating. I want to push through it because I know so many people who love Fallout 4. And I'm like, I, I feel like I don't, I need to enjoy this game too. But God, they don't make it easy. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, mm. I can't really, it, Nick makes it worthwhile for me. That's about it, really. I mean, I am at the point where I have a dog and he's wearing welding goggles. So that has redeemed a lot of it. <laughs> but it's you, it's you very frustrating. I haven't even met the best character yet. I haven't met any characters yet, yeah, <laughs> except for the dog. So, and then I camped on a roof because everything is scary and wants to kill me. Yes, they want to eat your tasty flesh. I know. Yeah, that's a problem because I need all that flesh. <laughs> I, so yeah, I'm, I'm just. I mean, it's the same thing with Skyrim. I've thrown myself at Skyrim a couple times, and I just something about Bethesda games just doesn't. We're like oil and water, but I'm going to keep trying, by God, at least until Mass Effect Andromeda comes out. And then I'll be like, so long, Fallout. <laughs> You're out of here. Yeah, but I tried. Ellie, have you been playing anything else? Wow. The wows. But like, oh. I'm at the point. I'm at <laughs> I, the I'm I at, thought that was a statement on your rant. Wow, Lior, what a great rant. That's. No, I mean, I feel the same way as Lior on Fallout games, and it's part of the reason that I have not gone back to any of the Fallout games is like, it's just a pain in the ass everything is obtuse for the sake of being obtuse kind of and like you get to unlock the obtuseness if you've played all of the previous 20 bethesda games and like know that like their dialect of like what the fuck a sniper needs in any bethesda game or you have to go to the internet and read a whole bunch of shit and then like come back and you're like, I just read way too much and probably got the whole game spoiled because like people are like on their like 40th playthrough. And it's just like, it's not worth it to me and to even get into, yeah, it's just the other games. I, I know, I know. The only reason I managed to make any progress at all is because eventually Vajra took pity on me and he's played it for like 200 hours and sat behind <laughs> me and was just like, hit that button. Hit that button. Here's what you can do. Like, to harvest a tree, you have to long press V. I had the same exact experience with Vajra telling me to get a bunch of mods for maybe New Vegas, maybe four, I don't remember. Uh, and then it took me like three hours. I, t- I spent more time play- like playing the install the mods and don't crash the thing when it opens because you slightly installed the mod wrong than I did actually playing the game. I was just not worth it. Not, not worth it. And I, I liked Elder Scrolls Online. That one seemed cool. But it had the same problem because they still, like, it still was couched in the same fucking language as, like, if you haven't played Elder Scrolls games ever before, good luck. <laughs> I know. I know. So I'm going to keep trying for the next 14 and it's, a half days. It's nice then... to have an in-house encyclopedia to just, like, tell you the answers. I don't have that, so I would just be, like, slacking Vajra being, like, doing the thing. Or it could be Twitch plays, but I'm the controller rather than, like, some random, you know, algorithm. But, like, that's, right. yeah, I don't want to deal with that, so. Yeah, no, I was I was just like, I'm uninstalling this game! And he's like, no. No, I'm going to sit with you and we're going to work out how to give your dog those goggles. But, man, I it's... bet it looks really pretty on your new computer, though. 
It does. That's really the big reason I installed it. It does look really pretty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You don't need texture mods anymore, do you? They they actually patch the textures natively. Did they? It looks good. People, yeah. have spent, people have spent a lot of time making those things. Those games look really good, too. Yeah. So that part you benefit from. But I do. It's a nice looking game. Yeah. I, I will admit that, definitely. Um, Ellie, have you been playing anything else? Oh, no, just the WoW. Uh, the WoW, I'm at the point in the WoW where I try to log in and, you know, I, I don't know what to do on any given day. So uh, I don't know whether I'm going to keep playing or not because, like, there's big long-term stuff. to do and it's fun enough. Yeah, I mean, it's a good a little sort of background. It's the WoW. I don't need to play it anymore right now. I got other games. All right. Okay. So you've been playing WoW, but not anymore. <laughs> I mean, I'll probably play it. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, I've also been playing the WoW. I uh, I leveled up a Druid to max level and I've been running her through baby normal dungeons. Man, Druids are so hacks. They're so much fun. And they have all this cool stuff. And they cast while moving. And you turn into a deer and people can ride on your back you have and more it's... than one max level character i i do i have two right now i have two max who level are characters. you and what have you done with leor i know but i'm actually thinking i might make this druid my main primary character because they're way cooler than holy priests at the moment and always and always <laughs> and when you go if afk flowers grow around you and god come on blizzard Where's my cool priest shit? I mean, druids are amazing. Are you playing? Uh, are you playing whatever the healing one's called? I forget. Resto. Resto. I am. It is completely different from holy priesting. Holy priesting is like whack a mole. That person took damage. Now I heal them. Uh, Resto druid is like that person took damage. I should have cast hots on them twenty seconds ago, <laughs> and now they're gonna die. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, you can't do your instant cast heal because you didn't prepare for this moment. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Then I'm like, well. Good luck, everybody. Do they still use life bloom? Because that was a really weird mechanic where you like, like you could give them burst healing by not doing anything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so yeah, weird. It, it was like a, it's like a rolling hot, and then it when it expires, it does a, it does a big heal, right? So right, it's yeah. super weird. Yeah, there's all that stuff, and there's lots of like weird cooldowns that depending on how many hots you have going at that point oh, in time. Yeah. And my, oh my grid God. setup is insane right I, now with little dots everywhere. It's part of the reason I never, despite playing a druid a lot for a long time, I did not ever like get into healing. It's fun it and they're so cool. I feel like druids were like the vanilla Warcraft prestige class. <laughs> yeah, well, considering how you had to level druids at that point, uh, which was... Be resto, heal, cast a bunch of hots on yourself, turn into a bear, and auto attack shit to death. That was like literally like I. Well, leveling as a priest in vanilla meant you had to make sure you had enough points in disc so that you could wand wants, things to wants, death. Wants, wants yeah, yeah. Wants <laughs> and you also had to have shadow form and renew. Yeah, I was definitely a shadow priest with uh, holy nova and. And vanilla, so which meant that I right. did not have shadow form. I just had all of the things up to the thirty-one point talent. You. <laughs> anyway, short story long. Blizzard should introduce paid character or class changes already. They really and should. There's no reason why they shouldn't. Especially if you already have level one hundreds, and especially if you already have level one hundreds of the class you're trying to go to. Right. Like I, I've been playing the same character basically for like eleven years, yeah. and and I don't. While there's a lot of stuff that's cross account now, not just limited to character, it's still I'd be leaving stuff behind if I move to another character as being the the first and new content and it makes me sad but on the other hand druids are fucking cool yeah maybe i'll come uh, do i'll I'll try to tank and fail while you try to heal and fail 
That's, nice. That's going to work that'll, out well. That'll be good for everybody. <laughs> Yay. I did a, a random the other day, Pug Normal Dungeon, and upon entering it, uh, the tank had a macro, not even typed it, a macro that said, I am extremely drunk and not responsible for any stupid thing I do. And then he immediately ran into the first boss and died. <laughs> well, at least he was so, honest. I was like, Pugs, Pugs, great. Okay, good. That's it. I think that's it for this episode. Oh Thank you for watching and or listening. We will be back in two weeks to, let's face it, talk about Mass Effect drama for and, uh, like 45 minutes. Hopefully we will be farther in Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. I'm, I'm, my fingers crossed that I will be done with Mass Effect 3 and <laughs> at least halfway done with Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh yeah, we could talk about Mass Effect 3, the ending. <sighs> we can in two weeks. Arrow, that is the topic of the podcast. We are going to spoil it for you if you're not ready. You can't spoil it for me. I'm I know, spoiled. I, I know, I know. It's four years I've old. I've been spoiled for three years. <laughs> I was just trying to give you a deadline you can get to. I don't know. <laughs> I should apologize now for how unedited our next podcast will be because Mass Effect will come out the day after we record and I'll just be like, put the raw on the internet. Goodbye. I'm in space. Um, okay. Maybe there'll be a lot of loading screens and you can edit in loading screens. Yeah, that's good. I have this new computer. I don't have loading screens anymore. <laughs> Maybe they'll do put the elevator loads back and then you can have fun. Oh, yeah, so I can't fun. wait for um, the entire Mass Effect cast to be released so that I can take the same two on every mission. Yeah, right? That's is, yeah. that is absolutely every time. Yeah, every time. Uh, yeah, that's it. You can find us on Twitter at Cat Context Podcast. That is absolutely correct. We're also <laughs> online at learblog.com slash Cat Context Podcast, which is where you can find all of our past episodes. And we're on YouTube at Totally Legit Pub. I don't know why it's at Totally Legit Pub. Look, it's a long story, but it's just there. Because Totally Legit Publishing was taken. Yeah. That's, okay, but that's still <laughs> so really we're not totally it. legit. We're, in fact, only partially legit. <laughs> we are partially legit. Oh, the pain. Um, that's it. All right. Goodbye. Good night. Good night. Bye. Or bye. Yeah. It's, I don't know Whatever. if you're listening to it at night. Fuck it. Rise of Zero Dawn time. Bye. Yeah.